0: what's going on everybody my name is q aka the people's planner and welcome to the i'm just saying podcast brought to you by the clever group think of this podcast as a blend of your favorite late night conversations where every wednesday i'm going to bring you my unfiltered perspectives around all the challenges that we face as a young generation from life pop culture to of course money right and even address a lot of the issues that you probably scared to talk about i'm just saying if you think you're ready for that let's be clever So in this episode, episode three, uh, it's another big topic, another one of those topics where, you know, we're addressing a lot of things that that's out there that we think about, but we necessarily don't actually have the conversation around. Um, And this one essentially is around not having guidance. Right. And really, the theme is the lack of exposure that we have. Right. So the idea that there's a lot of resources, a lot of opportunity out there for us in this generation. But because we're not exposed to it, because exposure is off you know, we often missing out on a hell of a lot of things that that could be, you know, in our favor. And there's a lot to unpack with this one as well, right? It's a lot of different things that come in that really need to be talked about, right? So, you know, we want to dive into all of that and make sure we, you know, get a lot of those points out and a lot of those ideas and, and, and situations kind of ironed out so we can understand where to go from, right? Uh, one of the things to start out um, and there's a word. If I say the word, everybody's gonna know exactly where I'm at with this, right? Um, and one of the reasons, one of the main reasons for lack of exposure is the word gatekeeping. And uh, gatekeeping is one of those things that when you think, you know, imagine you're talking to somebody, right? And 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 you're asking them a question and you're trying to get some answer out of them, but you you kind of know. That there's more to the story. You feel like there's more to the story than what's actually being told to you, and oftentimes it is, right? And that happens in a lot of conversations, when that, especially when we're on this journey and this quest to kind of figure ourselves out, get our careers going, get business going, make more money, all of this other stuff. You know, make connections. You kind of feel like you've only been given half of what the direction really is, and oftentimes it's 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 the epitome of gatekeeping. And the thing about gatekeeping is that it happens. What I've learned is it's cultural. It's not just it's not just cultural. My bad. It's it's really like it's all over, right? It's really diverse because there are gatekeepers within uh, this community. There's gatekeepers within that community, right? I know some black folks who gatekeep just as much as white folks gatekeep, right? I know some people who are in this area that gatekeep just as much as those folks gatekeep, and 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 at first you want to pick size and say only this person is not letting you in, but there's other, there's multiple different people within our generation that that holds information back, right? And oftentimes it doesn't make sense because a lot of times where I'm trying to get to, you have no, like this is no correlation with you at all. Like You know what I mean? Like this doesn't align with what the hell you're doing. So how the hell are you keeping this? Why are you keeping this from me? Why are you not helping me at least get there? You know what I mean? And that, that situation turns into uh, a lot of spirals, right? It puts us in a very discouraged spot because lots of times where that person may know where to point us to, they just, you know, they, they don't see the value in somehow just at least leading us down that road. But it's almost like, you know, thinking about and imagining if you got a lot of options, right? But you're just not aware of, and, and, and on top of that, the people that may have some solutions or some guidance to those options, they got an idea of it, but they still don't want to tell you, and that's where it gets kind of murky. Where, like, how the hell, like, does this not even apply to you? Does not even affect you? How can you just not get me in contact with this person, or appointment, or direction of that person, when it doesn't even benefit you or devalue? You know what I mean? So a lot of that comes with gatekeeping. I still to this day don't even understand the answer why that always happens. But some ideas, like to how you know, to understand how to address some. Some of that is what, you know, basically what I've been able to do to maneuver through all of this is, um, one, you got to stop expecting folks to come through. And that's period. Stop expecting folks to come through for you. Um, Being able to kind of ask questions without having the agenda of like relying on this one person to kind of give you the answer, right? Knowing that there's multiple other uh, people, entities, things, and You know, stuff like that that can actually help you get to the answer or get to the problem or get to the person or connection, whatever it is that you're trying to get to. Um, And another thing, too, this is key. Something that's really big within this and, you know, understand how to address it is that not everybody's going to give you 100 percent and that's okay. Um, don't take it to where somebody's hating on you. You know, I understand because I used to be like that. Where you know, you know when somebody not giving you everything, you you know they hating on you or they 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 trying to not to give you the opportunity. Whatever the situation is, that you start thinking negative on that person. But I think the idea is that nobody is going to give you one hundred percent, and that's okay. But being able to get multiple perspectives and help you know get help building to that one percent, I think is critical. One analogy I think I would use is I think about, I use sports a lot, right, whenever I, whenever I talk because it just makes more sense for me. Uh, so Kyrie Irving, right? Don't know, many of you know who that is, but if you don't, it's a basketball player, NBA player. Um, and Kyrie, the way I look at it is whenever you kind of think of Kyrie Irving, right? If you used to think of two other basketball players that make up Kyrie Irving, who would you say? My response is Allen Iverson and Kobe Bryant. You put Allen Iverson together, you put Allen Iverson plus Kobe Bryant into a goddamn bowl and mix it up, you're going to get Kyrie Irving. And the point I'm making with that is being able to pull something, like, you know, pull something from one person, pull something from another person, pull something from somebody else, and mold that into who you are, into where you need to go, right? Because nobody's ever going to give you 100% of their skill set. Kobe is not going to, Kyrie Irving is not 100% Kobe, he's not 100% AI. But he takes something from him. He takes something from him. He takes something from him. And I think that's an idea of how to address it. Whenever you do, whenever you are going down this path, and not relying on that one person to give you that information and be that point person, because that just that that really just never happens. And another thing too, an idea is to figure out who who's got the influence in your area, your city, your state, whatever it is. Who got who's got the influence in whatever place you're trying to get to who's that person that's known in this category or somewhat known uh, to connect with somebody like who is that person that that has that influence that you can get in front of and the idea is find a way to get in front of them and it sounds like how the hell I'm gonna do that and what a man who are these people right where are they what do they do what places they like to go what places people like them like to go right being able to Figure out how to get in front of them. It, it's, it's one of them things that seems tougher than really really is, but it's people are accessible. Let me tell you that straight up the hand. People are way more accessible than you think. You just got to get into the places that they are. Once you can figure out where somebody hangs out at in this particular field or in this particular industry, once you figure out where they hang out at, then, then you are in the right mix, right? If you're trying to, use an exaggerated example, if you're trying to be a model, right, why are you not in LA? Why are you not in New York, right? Because that's the places where models hang out. That's, that's the places where they're going to be. Why are you not out there asking people around for who, you know what I mean? So being able to put yourself, you have to be willing to put yourself in front of a lot of folks. Um, and also in, in some situations, it's like the world becomes your library, right? And, and Kobe Bryant is somebody I look up to. So understanding that when you turn yourself into a student, and not so much looking at things with blood all the time because somebody's not giving you the right resources somebody's blocking you out or anything like that that's fine take what you gain from that person and move the hell on to somebody else but turn yourself into a student where you start figuring out things on your own right educating yourself using google using youtube I and mean, there's so many let me tell you something there's so much resources out there that's free that to be completely honest you can piece together a lot of different things it does take time but you can go down that rabbit hole piece and stuff together just to figure out like what are you trying to get to who do you need to be talking to right there's so many different things from youtube to ChatGPT to all the other ai stuff out there that's you know there's so much stuff at our fingertips that we can utilize to avoid that gatekeeping right but nonetheless it is an issue that's that's prevalent right especially nowadays for us that there's a lot of places that we can easily have skipped the line or we can have skipped a lot of different things because if we'd have went through this person, this person could have kind of put us in the door. But it doesn't happen like that all the time. Um, but being able to kind of, you know, stop expecting folks and 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 to to come through for you and just figuring out who is who and getting in front of them is huge. Um, and surround your folks, surround yourself with the folks that are willing to educate. Right, there are a lot of folks that want to give back. You just got to figure out where they are. Right, and even starting with somebody like myself. Right, because I'm connected in a lot of different ways, a lot of different folks. I'm still trying to learn my journey as well, but I, I know for sure I have a good bit of resources in my back pocket that I can turn to whenever, you know, I'm going down that specific path um, or finding out X, Y, or Z within whatever industry. But being able to surround yourself with those types of people I think is the most captivating part of, you know, building that journey in general. You know what I mean? And that leads into the second part of it, right? another I think, issue to address, uh, or just an idea to address, is that your net worth equals your net worth. I'm pretty sure you've all heard that term before. Uh, but in the world where connections opens doors, uh, a lot of folks say it's, it's, it's about who you know. And, and, and I disagree, 1,000%. God damn it. It's not about who you know. It's about who knows you. And you can know everybody, but if they don't know who the hell you are, then what's the point? They can't vouch for you, they can't help you out, so they can't guide you down, whatever. So you gotta figure out how to make yourself known and relevant to a lot of folks so that way they know who you are, they know what you're trying to do, they know your mission, right? And something I can give to relate is just my journey in general. So personally coming out, I remember uh, starting off back at home, back, back in my hometown, I was working on a building. And as we was going through this building, right? Now, mind you, there's a lot of different things that go into this building um, that my mind was on uh, subconsciously. The idea was, here's what I'm trying to do. It's a sports and athletics facility, right? It's a sports academy. The idea was who in this city has the power and the different areas that we are trying to accomplish within this, this project, right? Education. Why not go talk to the superintendent? The land we needed. Why not talk to anybody in politics? Why not get the mayor behind us? Why not get the parish president, the councilman, right? The sheriff, the the donors, right? From a, from a money standpoint, we need people to fund this, right? Why not go talk to the people with money? Why not go figure out where they are? People who like to give back, people who are charitable, why not? So the idea is the same thing, being able to build yourself up and find out that network, build that network of folks that you can utilize as resources. But here's the thing. The idea is you want to reach out to people that align with what the hell you're trying to do. You don't just want to reach out just to reach out because let me tell you something, and this is, this is really real. And a lot of folks in that area, that's in that upper inch line that's, that's really in quote unquote unaccessible because they're really higher up in whatever rankings they are. You want to make sure when you go talk to those folks about what the hell you got going on that your thoughts are organized. And you might not have it all figured out, but they're organized in a way where it's it's understanding at least where you're trying to get to. It's understanding. But the caveat is you have to tell them where the hell they play a part in this vision at because nobody has time to help you figure out your journey. People are doing things and they're trying to build their own way. You have to let them know what part you need them to play. That's the way to kind of get them on board and get them to be behind you. Because if you come behind and you try to get people to just help you figure this out and navigate it that's 10 times out of 10 that's pretty pretty much not gonna happen you got to be able to let them know the part that they are playing and the role that you know and, and the role that they're trying to play that you want them to play w- within whatever project you're probably working on and like something i would do is i would write somebody or email somebody and it would start off like i know this is a long shot but x y and z I'm trying to do this i'm trying to get there i'd love to set up some time to meet with you and talk about it man i just want like, being able to be determined, right? There's a lot of people, like I said, that's willing to give back, but you've got to put yourself in a position to reach out to them, figure out where they at, figure out what they do, figure out how they align with what the hell you're looking for, and then make that introduction. It's just, it's, it's, it sounds very, very, very hard. And I'm not saying it's easy by any means necessary. It's not easy, but it's simple. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't easy, but the stuff is simple. So being able to just kind of use those metrics is huge. Uh, Because like I said, people are way more accessible than you think. And and a little bit of my journey kind of went down there, where I was kind of the guy where I was trying to figure things out on on my own and doing all of this. But when you start breaking it down, like, well, who in this area is good? Like, if I'm trying to build a building that's a sports and academics place, who do I need to be talking to? Like, the people who are... In the sports world, the athletic directors and all of those folks, and then who are in the academic world, the, the the principals, the superintendents. Why are you not? You know, if you're trying to get here, if you're trying to be a a, a doctor, a, a, a YouTube, a musician, you're trying to do this. Find the people that are in those spaces and try to connect with them, and let them know what you're trying to build, and and then start that conversation from there. That way, you can kind of go down that rabbit hole. You know what I mean? Another thing is, uh, which that conversation leads into the next point that I was thinking about as I was putting this together, and that's the survival versus opportunistic mindset, right? So the survival mindset versus the opportunity mindset. And uh, I was talking to one of my closest friends, my brother, right? So my, my, my closest friend, me and him had a conversation, Colton and I have a conversation, and uh, he was, you know, we grew up in similar environments, right? We grew up in a hood. We grew up in similar environments. And from his standpoint, you know, we ran track together, we went to school together. And his standpoint was, if you put a bunch of animals in a jungle, what do you expect from them, Q? They're going to try to kill each other to survive. And that's true. I feel that, and I'm not saying that's wrong by any means necessary, but the debate, the opposite of that, the argument to that was, not me, if you put me in a goddamn jungle, I'm not trying to kill nobody, I'm trying to get out of the jungle, I will try to build a boat and get out of here, I am trying to get, I'm trying to find a way to move forward i'm not here trying to kill somebody to survive you know what i mean i'm doing what i need to do if i need to do it but i'm my mind is on opportunity first um and i think a lot of folks in that perspective standpoint like it's you stuck there because everything is you know especially in our generation now most of us are in this survival phase where we got to survive are we just fighting to survive when it's like man well what do you need to do to get out of here like what do i need to do to move forward and, and get out of this Position, and that's when you start asking those questions, and then now you, you start Googling things, and then now you start reaching out to the folks that fit into where you're trying to get to, and then that's when that pattern and cycle goes down. How do I know that works? Hell, I did it. Right, I was going through it. I'm still going through it. I'm not saying I got the answers, but I've been through that process. You know what I mean? So being able to adjust that, because lots of times I know from a, from a, from a generational standpoint, I will talk about that. Uh You get this this phrase right where the white man like who the hell is this white man everybody talking about well a white man say do what you're going to do well, who the hell is this damn white man i never met him because nobody's ever going to tell me i can't do something especially when i got the resources that they got at their fingertips to just still you know, google the same responses and figure it out and then go to some you know somebody to help guide me like i don't believe in the white man theory right because Whatever white man you sitting there scared of or whatever white man you thinking I'm listening to or we are listening to, I don't believe that he exists because I understand. I'm not naive to the world and the obstacles we have, right, especially being black. But the idea is there's no person that's going to tell me I can't do something just because I can't do it. No. I got access to a lot of the same things you got access to, partner. So I'm going to do what I need to do to figure those things out, either on my own or start networking around and, like I said, building my Irving. I'm going to take something from you, take something from you, squeeze something out of you. You know, if you've been around me long enough, you understand my philosophy. I'm going to squeeze everything I can out of you. All the knowledge I can, I'm going to squeeze it. And then I'm going to take something from somebody else and squeeze that. And then whenever I have my debriefing moments, when I'm going in my cocoon phase and I'm figuring it out, I'm kind of adding what you say, subtracting what he said, multiplying that, putting it all together. You know what I mean? But that whole white man mindset, I think, is, is, uh, is overboard, especially in, in our generation. Uh, along with that is uh, I had a friend uh, when I was at LSU. She's from Atlanta, right? And uh, we had a conversation. And I talk about this a lot. She was, um, she was like, you know, she don't like Atlanta. She hates Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta's my favorite city. Right? She was like, yeah, I can't stand Atlanta. And I'm like, man, why you don't like Atlanta? She said, um, because she's never, ever been to a brunch spot that didn't have a hookah lounge attached to it. And I'm like, damn. That's crazy. Like, damn. Wow. I understand that. It took me all of five seconds to process what, you know, chick was saying. And then it snapped. I realized, wait, hold, hold on. Wait a minute. In the city of Atlanta, Georgia, you telling me you couldn't find one brunch spot that didn't have a hookah lounge attached to it? And in my mind, the whole idea snapped where I got it. Like I understood what we were going through. From a perspective standpoint, you're only looking here. You don't even know that this even exists on this side, right? That's just like, you know, from being from Louisiana, I'll tell somebody I'm going to New Orleans for my birthday. Ugh, I don't like Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street ain't the only goddamn street in New Orleans. Like, what the, you know what I mean? What do you, it's a perspective thing, right? So a lot of times we kind of put ourselves in that mindset where we feel like we're stuck and we're not really stuck. We're just looking at it from a standpoint that's more survival than opportunity. Like, being back in a a position is like, man, you got way more opportunity than you think you are just making yourself feel stuck because you're surrounded by a lot of people who feel stuck. So everybody feels stuck. So the idea is man, being able to be open minded with where you're at and, and, and looking at the world from a different lens and changing that perspective, right? Especially for those man, who feel, feel lost. Those who are going down that spiraling path, bro, is, is really, you're not really lost. You're just asking yourself the wrong questions. The question really is, man, what do I need to do to get out? And then from there you got to figure out how to go find that answer. Where are you trying to get to? What do you want to do? You know what I mean? I think looking at it from that aspect, because you're not really stuck, in my opinion, and we're not a product of our environment. I don't believe in that, you know, because whenever you start, whenever that light bulb goes off, whenever that light bulb goes off, uh, the idea is it clicks where you start to understand that you can be whoever and whatever you want to be. There's no white man. There's no black man. There's no gatekeeping. You start putting yourself in a position where you're determined to figure this stuff out. You become unstoppable. But here's the catch, though. Here's the caveat. I know I'm saying all of this, and it sounds smooth, sound sounds easy. The caveat is you gotta be willing to sacrifice something, though. You know, whether it's time, family, whatever it is, you gotta be able to sacrifice something. So, the analogy I like to use is pick a bone on your body. Pick one. Pick one you gotta break. Because you gotta break one. Pick a bone that you wanna break on your body. And break it. Because you gotta break one. You're not getting through this whole thing unscored. Uns- you know, you, you, you got to sacrifice something in order to get where you want to get to. Um, and a lot of times, from a cultural standpoint, there's a generational uh, block that, that stops us from getting to that, right? But and, and, and to talk about that, I guess I can say there there is a severe generational gap. Between us and our parents, right? And, and let me tell you something. That last generation, like our parent generation, I really do not like them because they screwed us up in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Like from from just mindset, mentality, inspiration. It just felt like they just made it unnecessarily tougher for us because of what they parents did to them. Their trauma kind of passed on to us, and I think that's just not fair at all. Because we we gotta we got the short end of the stick. But I feel like you know our generation is the generation to turn everything around, where well, we break a lot of these cycles that we've been sitting in and getting yelled at, right? Like if Johnny had seven apples and he only ate three of them, how many got left, right? And when you don't know the answer, they start yelling. We gotta we gotta stop that, you know what I mean? We gotta, you know what I mean? Cause I, look, I've been victim to getting, you know, I've been victim to the Johnny story. I'm telling you, and it ain't fun. But we're that generation, I think, that's capable of doing that. But there's a gap between us and our parents because I feel like they, they have screwed us up in a lot of different ways. Um, But here's my thing. Here's my thing. We don't listen to what you say. We listen to what you do. Let me repeat that. People in our generation, we do not listen to what you say. We listen to what you do. And here's my analogy with that. I had a conversation. Um, I had went to Houston. And I had a conversation with a guy. Uh, with my, I was with my homeboys. We went out there for New Year's. A couple of years back, we had a conversation with a guy. And the dude was, you know, say everything, right? And you hear this a lot, where it's stay out the streets, stay in school. Streets ain't where you want to be. This ain't what you want to do. You know, stay in school. Get your education, man. Get out of here. Get you a nice job. Do this and do that. And then after he told us that, right, in my mind, I understand how it goes. Um, he goes in the streets. Everything you just told me not to do, you went and did the opposite. So so how how do I listen to what you say if you want me to go sit in school when you're not even sitting in school? You don't even like school. You see where the disconnect comes in that, man? So that th- that turns into a traumatic experience because all of a sudden now we are starting to do things that they were doing, you know what I mean? So that's where that story gets kind of ruined at. But the idea I say around that is to be able to listen to folks who actually take or taken take or took action, I guess I can say behind what they told you to do. So listen to people who actually take or took action around what they told you to do, because what's the point? And, And lots of times, like it's good to learn from, you know, multiple perspectives, right? You can learn a hell of a lot from somebody who failed at something, Just like you can learn a hell of a lot from somebody who succeeded. But being able, like I said, to take something from here, take something from there, and not just take everything 100% is the difference. The whole Kyrie Irving analogy is like I stand on it. Being able to morph yourself. Take a piece of AI, take a piece of Kobe, merge it together, you get Kyrie. And and like real talk, the idea is that this stuff all takes time, you know. But it all depends on how bad you want it. And that's pretty much it. Um... But being able to understand that there's a severe gap, man, and, and addressing that, that the disconnect, and in order to break the cycle, we have to start to, that generation has to understand that we don't listen to what you say, we listen to what you do. Um, so figuring out a way to kind of just stay in tune with that, you know, for us, and, and really not take things for what it's worth, uh, and taking it face value, but also just, just holding on to it and taking a piece of it at a time, right? Because, you know, I I know a lot of folks, you know, back home, you got somebody that would talk about, you know, who they was in their, in, their, in, their, in, their, in their heydays, right? You're number one in the state, number one in the country, whatever the hell it is, playing whatever sport you play, playing, playing football, basketball, right? And uh, you would have this conversation talking about how great you were, but you on my team on this court right now. And the idea becomes, well, if you were so great, why are you not there? What did you do? You know what I mean? And, and, and that's a lot of folks I know I went to school with that's going to up having that same conversation. where it was this, there was that, there was this, there was that. And it's like, well, man, you're still you're playing with my kids. And no disrespect to that. Life happens, right? But the idea is, man, what did you not do to get where you want to do? right? I, we come from the same background. Given the same 24 hours. You can still get to where you want to get to, man. I don't believe in the white man holding me down. I don't believe in none of that. Man, if you got the resources, that's it. Your same fingertips is that they research, at their fingertips. Figure out how to ask the questions. Build yourself back up, man. You know, because like I said, it's, it's not, not easy. And it all takes time, but it really comes down to how bad do you want it. That's all I got for this episode, man. Let me know what y'all think. Once again, like, comment, subscribe, share. Uh, the whole nine yards. You know, keep showing love. I really, really, really appreciate you guys showing love to the channel, showing love to the to the podcast um it's really an inspiration to be able to just talk freely and unfiltered um but yeah man let me know what y'all think on this one and uh be on the lookout for more coming next wednesday um bringing another hot topic again but um other than that man in the meantime you know the motto always be clever